This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Berg. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. Welcome to Victory Life Today. I'm Al Burke. And I'm Angie Burke. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're going to talk about reaction and we're going to talk about the temptation to react because there are many people out there who are very quick tempered. And if somebody says something, they kind of jump on them real quick. And I have a tendency to do that once in a while too. But we're, we're going to talk today about the temptation, Al, to react. And, and, and it is a temptation because our flesh rises up when somebody says something and it's like, oh, I want to say something yeah, so bad. Yeah, yeah. And so many times we don't even think before we speak. We just blurt it right back out. And it's so much better if you don't. <laughs> yeah, it's, I always say, wait. You want to yeah. say something, fine. Just just wait. Yeah, but you might lose the opportunity. <laughs> well, that's fine. You know, I know it's good. It's good. You got to cool good- it off. Cool it down. Don't just come back a hundred miles an hour, you know what I mean? Because you're going to say something and then they're going to come back. So, you know, it's easy to react, you know, nicely back to people who are nice to you, even in a difficult situation, you know what I mean? Um, What we're going to be talking about when people attack you and it's not such a nice situation going on and what do you do? And many times we're offended. Well, uh, they offend you. That's what I mean. We're offended. You know, yes, they offend you. And some of them could cheat you. Some of them could lie about you, bring oh, false act- they accusations. They lie about you behind your back and the things you said, but you didn't say. And people think you said that. Yeah. So, you know, the Bible promises that offenses will come. That's right. It's, it's, it's going to, offense in this world is going to happen. Uh, you know, we really just need to learn that, hmm. as I said, you cool it with the with the reaction you know and, what I mean? and i want to say that you cool it with the reaction also with texting because oh, it's the same i thing. know that i know it's the same thing but you know i want to bring it to what we actually sure, do today absolutely. we text all the time yeah. and people offend other people through texting or even facebook or even uh, well not instagram but facebook and you go on there and you see something that offends you. What do you want to do? Look, I'm not even on Facebook. And I happened to check my daughter's Facebook because she let me go on hers. And I saw something that somebody did that I got highly offended. Not me personally, but for the body of Christ. And I said, boy, if I only had my own Facebook, I could react. Well, I'm really glad I don't have my own Facebook. You know, sometimes I don't trust myself. But we want to react right away if somebody sends us a text. We've got to just answer right away. And what Al is saying is back up, take a breath. You know, count to 10, wait 24 hours, whatever you do, but have a little bit of self-control. I always say that about emails. If you get a bad email, go ahead and answer it, but wait 24 hours and you'll you'll calm down. And it's kind of like, oh man, why, you know, it's not that big a deal. You know what I mean? What happens is you said our flesh rises up, our pride rises up. It does. You know what I mean? It does. And, uh, And then you're sorry you do it. You know, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't have done that. And not only are you sorry you did it, you just made it worse. Right, right, you did. Because now they're coming back yeah. with something. Well, what we're going to do today is, um, you know, show you what to do instead of that. 
rather than reacting. And you know, maybe it's not easy for you to just walk away or something. And walking away is good, but it's only the first part. We're going to show you through scripture what you can do. If the opportunity arises where you think uh, you can have an altercation with someone or, or an argument with somebody. And we're going to go to David, the story of David and the battle uh, at Ziklag. And what happened was he was going to war or battle with his men, and they took all their family and all their cattle, and they parked them in, in Ziklag, and they left to go fight war. this battle. But they left David, who was the leader, left no one to care for their family. They just left the family there, you know, and they weren't watched. And this is in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30. So when they returned, to, they saw Ziklag burned to the ground when they returned and no family in sight. They were kidnapped. They took the family. They took the cattle. You, you got to understand, they took their food. It's not like, oh, they yeah. took their cattle and you, oh, well, let's go to they Burger took their King food. and then we'll go get them. No, they took their food. This is serious. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I don't know how long they were gone. I, I, I really say. don't know. I'm sure we can find out how long they were gone to the battle. But nonetheless, I think it was David's responsibility maybe to keep somebody back to watch he his family. Yeah. But anyway, look at this in 1 Samuel 30, uh, verse 6. David, once he realized this and saw this, was now in great danger because all his men were very bitter about losing their sons and daughters. He made a bad mistake. He made a wrong, he made an error. And they began to talk of stoning him. Now that, that would create fear and worry and, you know, anything. Now, David obviously didn't think he did anything wrong because he would have left somebody. He just took off with the men and went and well, didn't he, think he about it. He probably figured it'd, it'd be, they'd be safe. It'd be right. all right. We can do right. this. There's no one here to do anything. And here we go again. We talk about how we live in a fallen world and things happen. He made a mistake. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? He things happen. He just made a mistake. Well, now he's in hot water. <laughs> so they're talking about stoning him. And David knew this. Okay, so he was probably overhearing their discussion because it doesn't say that they were telling him that we're going to stone you. He was just overhearing it. There's nowhere here in the scripture where David approaches the men and starts either begging for mercy or even arguing with them. There's no, what is this man supposed to do? Uh, he could have argued with them and said, what are you talking about? He might have had his own reasons for not leaving anyone behind to watch their families. But it doesn't show any conversation between David and his men. So look at what David does. And it's not only because of fear, because I believe that he was a strong leader and I believe he could have gotten angry, even though he was an, a humble man. I believe that not only he was scared, he was mad because he did his best. Okay, it was a mistake, but he did his best. Look what he, look what he does. He doesn't go to the men and beg for mercy. He goes to God. Amen. And this Verse, is crucial, yeah. Al. Do you know how many times I want to say something to people and I don't? I remember a story where Joyce Meyer said Dave had made her mad. He was in, They were in the kitchen or something. He made her mad. And she wanted so badly to react. And God was working on her heart. 
And uh, so what she did was she ran to her bedroom, locked the door, and grabbed the post of the bed and was like biting her, you know, grinding her teeth together not to say anything. But she was in the presence of God there. She went to the Lord, but just not to do that. And she knew where to go. And she let it all out to God, you know, in in her quiet time there. But David didn't. He went right to the Lord. And it says he found strength in the Lord his God. He didn't go to the men. He went to God. And what this is called is it's called encouraging yourself in the Lord. And that's what we have to do. Anybody offends you, lies about you, accuses you, whatever it is, do not go back to them. And it's not only that. <clears throat> sometimes, you know, we were talking about how we live in this fallen world, and sometimes you just made a bad decision. Yes. You thought it was right, you thought it was good, and it all fell apart, and, and, and everyone's looking at you like, wow, right. boy, are you stupid. And you're just kind of like in that position where you have to go back to the Lord and find your strength. Right. And what I mean by that is you go back to the Lord and say, Lord, I made a mistake. Right. Right? And you may not even know if you made a mistake. You say, Lord, I think I made a mistake. Right. And I'm right. really not sure. And I don't know why it came out like this. This outcome is the way it is. But I believe you're going to fix it. Right. You're going to make something work in all of this. Thank you, Lord, for doing that. So share with us how to encourage yourself. How do you think David encouraged himself in the Lord? Well, this is what I mean when I'm saying this is how I encourage myself yes. in the Lord. Yes. Uh, he and that's another thing. Remember the things God has done for you. Oh, Just good. start thinking about, that's you know, good. I remember the last time I got in trouble, God showed up. Right. And he wasn't mad at me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. right. So, yeah. It's so good to keep a journal, actually, because you, you, could, you could go back and see all the times that God delivered you from here, there, and everywhere. And, you know, but be smart about it. God doesn't, you know, first of all, can I say something? If somebody offends you, just know that it's the enemy working through them. Yeah. You know, so your your enemy is not that person. Your enemy is the enemy working through them. And that's why Jesus looked at Peter and he wasn't telling Peter that he was Satan. He was saying, get behind me, Satan. He was talking to the devil. He might've been looking through Peter's eyes. I did that too. I rebuked the enemy that was working through someone and I did not appreciate it and I was mad about it and we were affected by it. And I just looked at that person and I spoke, I never took my eyes off of this person, but I spoke to those demons and commanded them out and they never came back. But I never took my eyes off the person, but I knew that what person was not my enemy. It was Satan. It was the devil. He was just using That's a physical right. body. Yeah. So God delivered him. And, you know, you remember with David, David, he, he attacked the lion. That's right. And a How do you attack a lion yeah. <laughs> and a bear? A bear is 600 pounds. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, but yeah. he, David, obviously took him on. And he knew the Lord, his God. And he took on these wild animals. And so he said to himself, you know what? If I could take on these wild animals, I could take on this problem. Absolutely. With my God leading me, That's strengthening right. me, obviously, God gave him a special ability to take out the lion and the bear, whether it was a slingshot. And the giant. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what I mean? And I'm sure he even worshiped God through that point, too. And, uh, and yeah. He was doing everything he could to yeah. encourage himself. He was scared and, and, um, 
So and he God, you know, he went to encourage himself in the Lord, and the Lord said, well, go get your stuff. Wow. Think about that. Yeah, he asked God what to do after he, he went he to probably, him. Probably when all this happened, he probably, he probably never thought about going and getting your stuff. You he know, probably that's just so said, good. Oh, no, it's all over. God said, well, go get your stuff. That's and, right. And I really think sometimes in this life, we need to understand things are going to go wrong. It doesn't always work out. People. Go get your stuff. Don't People let are going to be walk. mad at you. Yeah. People are going to be upset with you. And what he's saying is by go get your stuff. In other words, go to the Lord and say, what do I do with this person? Lord? Right. You could do that. Absolutely. You the know? Lord might say, go over there. He might. And straight, you know, um, he might. a friend of mine, he said that someone stole a TV out of his house. And he was a, this guy was kind of a healing evangelist. And he said, somebody stole the TV out of his house. And he said, he was just praying about it. And the Lord said, go get your TV. And he said, I think I know who took my TV. So he went over to that person's house and he knocked on the door and he said, I want my TV back. And he walked right in and there was his TV. Right. And then on the way out, uh, the guy that was in the house that took the TV, he was like keeled over a little yeah. bit. And the pastor said, something wrong with your back? And he goes, yeah. And he, so he prayed and the guy got the healing. He so he got his TV back and healed the guy at the same time <laughs> because so he did what David did. That's go right. get your stuff. Well, if God tells you to go get your stuff, go get your go stuff. Get it. I'll tell you what, can I tell you personal experience? Most of the time he doesn't. Most of the time, he wants us to put it in his hands. All he wants us to do with those kind of people is to forgive them and let God work on them. Okay, forgive and release. And let God, in this instant, he got a specific word, and you need to follow through on that. But everything should be done in love and in decency and in order. And when that pastor went and got, that evangelist went and got his TV, he wasn't angry. He loved everybody, and he walked in, and he just demanded his TV. That's fine. Right, that's but, fine. Uh, but we're talking more about offense and people that argue with you and everything. Just bring it to the Lord. Forgive them. Make a decision to forgive because forgiveness is not a feeling. It is an absolute decision, and God honors your decision. Now, your emotions might be up and down, out and in, and really a mess, but once you decide to forgive, you say, now, Lord, heal my emotions. Help my emotions. Help me to calm down. Give me peace over this. But I have forgiven this person. Can I share this about sure. this forgiveness? Uh, Lindsay Roberts said this uh, recently. She said uh, the Lord was showing her about forgiveness, and he told her, go get a rope, a long rope, and wrap it around your waist, a part of it, and the rest was just hanging. And she did it. She didn't know what he was doing. And uh, then she had a friend with her, and he said, now put the other end of the rope around her waist. Okay? And then he, then he said, now tell your friend to take off. And so when that lady took off, Lindsay was dragged along with that lady. And wherever that lady went, she was there. Well, let me tell you something. He was showing her about forgiveness. When you don't forgive, you are attached to that person you have ought against. And whatever life they're living, you're sort of dragged in with them. On, in, in your own, because it affects you in your mind because you know you haven't forgiven and it brings torment in your mind because you know you haven't forgiven and you're sort of like hanging on to them and their life 
And the best thing you could do is once you forgive, they go on without you. And now God can get them and deal with them. It's so much better to bring the person before the Lord, Al, rather than uh, trying to fix this all yourself. And it starts with forgiveness. That's what you have to do. Rather than react, just forgive. Yeah, you know, we were talking about David before. That was a war. That's not a forgiveness situation. But today in this, in our situation, the first thing you need to do is forgive them. Right. Keep it cl- right. Keep the air clear. Keep, right. the, keep the atmosphere right. right. You as a Christian, you need to do this right. Right. And then the power of God shows up. Right. And, exactly. Um, so, yeah, you're very, you're very right. Yeah, let's look at another example, Alan, in Psalm 39, 1 to 5. Here's my life motto. This is David. The truth I live by, I will guard my ways for all my days. Guard your ways. I will speak only what is right. Okay, so in an argumentative, being argumentative is not really, you might be saying the, the truth, but just the manner is incorrect. I will speak only what is right, guarding what I speak, like a watchman guards against an attack of the enemy. I'll guard and muzzle my mouth when the wicked are around me. I will remain silent and will not grumble or speak out of my disappointment. I will not speak out of my, and I will not go gossip to others. But the longer I'm silent, the more my pain grows. Listen, this is hard. It's hard not to let out your frustrations mm-hmm. and to keep it in. And But you're not keeping it in because we're encouraging you to do it the other way and go and let it out before the Lord. My heart burned with a fire within me and my thoughts eventually boiled over until they finally came rolling out of my mouth. Now he's starting to talk, and look who he talks to. Lord, right? He doesn't go back to the people who are doing all of this to them. He said, so I started talking. All this anger, all this hurt, all this disappointment was built up. Now I'm going to start talking. And I thought the next verse was going to be, I went back to these people and told them. But no, he went to the Lord. Lord, help me to know how fleeting my time on earth is. See how he's helped me to know how limited my life is and that I'm only here but for a moment. What a brief time you've given me to live. Compared to you, my lifetime is nothing. Talk about encouraging yourself in the Lord. This is an amazing way to do this. Nothing more than a puff of air. He realized without God, he is absolutely nothing. I've gone, I'm gone so swiftly, so too are the grandest of men. Wow, this is so good. They are nothing but a fleeting shadow. This to me, Al. You know, this whole life here, in terms of the whole of eternity, this is like seconds. It's just not that big a deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not that big a deal. Just let it go back. Cool it. Put it in perspective. Put it in perspective. You know, absolutely. So David didn't respond to his enemies here. He talked to God. David knew. David knew God. And he had a right perspective of God. And he knew that if he went to God, God was the one that could help him and and deliver him from his problems. He went to God to get to answers. Back in that Ziklag story, he did go. They didn't kill it. He got every single thing back. He got all his cattle, and they got all their families back. And nobody was hurt or killed in any way. You know, when people react quickly and they realize it, 
I, I notice now when they react quickly and they realize it, they go, oh, I just can't help it. I just had to say it. Mm-hmm. You know, what a cop-out. No, you yeah. They right. just want to say it. Right. I saw a TV show where they say, uh, they say, don't say it. Don't say it. Why? Well, it's like toothpaste. Once you say it, you can't put it back in the tube. And yeah. that's the thing. You know, and you really can't take oh, those words back. Even if you do, somebody does say they're sorry to you or you do say you're sorry to somebody, you can't. You can't take what was said before and it will always be in the back of people's minds. No matter what. They don't, they don't seem to forget. But we have the power inside of us not to react. Okay? The Lord told me a long time ago, and this will help you. He said, Angie, your reaction to things is way more important to me than what people do to you. Your reaction to what people do to you is way more important to God than what people do to you. That's major. He's looking at you. He wants to develop character in you. Yes, he already said offenses were going to come, but what are you going to do about it? Don't react because your reaction is more important to God than what those people did because God can fix those people. Yeah, and he can fix you. Whatever's done to you, he can make that up and fix that to you. He isn't unsympathetic to your problem, whatever they did to you. It isn't like suck it up. Right. He'll fix your problem too. Right, right, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's so important that we remain godly as a testimony and a witness to them. That's right. That's another thing. Wow, they didn't react? Right. You know? Something wrong. Somebody told me a long time ago, your silence speaks volumes. And I think that's a good thing. But this person thought it was a bad thing. But he thought I was using it for some reason. But that was, that was a good thing. Your silence speaks volumes. Listen, I, I, you know, I remember years ago, uh, something happened. Oh, my gosh. I was on my way home from a vacation without. We were driving long days and everything. And uh, something happened within the family, one of the distant family or whatever. And it was just a bad thing. I was very concerned about it, very worried about it. People were getting hurt. And I love these people dearly. And I was so mad at this one person. Uh, for doing something to somebody else. And all the trip home, I kept dwelling on it and thinking about it and talking to Al, because after all, you need a partner in crime when you do stuff like this. And so I was trying to get him on my side. And we were, we, we, but I didn't speak that much to him about it, but I couldn't wait to get home and come to this exact room, which is God's barn on our property. I couldn't wait to get back home so I could go and unload all of this to Jesus unloaded all to Jesus. And I came in this room when I finally got home and I was just the toxic thoughts that I have created in my life in that, that moment were, were just too much for me to handle. So I came back and I was just about to tell God everything that happened as if he didn't know. And I started walking around here and my ma- I was going to open my mouth and I was thinking about what I was going to say and I was going to, and then the Lord just, I couldn't even say the first word. And he spoke to me and said, Angie, if you're going to tell me anything, you better tell me what I would understand. I don't understand hate. I don't understand offense. I don't understand anger. Whatever you're coming to me with, I want it to be according to my word. Because I already know what happened. Now, what are you going to speak? And I was really almost mad. Because I said, I want to get this all out, Lord. And really, 
All I had to do was what he told me to do. And I started walking around this. I couldn't say one word. I just walked around saying, I am the righteousness of God. You've got my back. You've got my family's back. You love us all. I dispatch the angels to that situation. I ask you to fix it. I command minister angels to go bring healing to that family and on and on and on. And I spoke all positive words. I spoke what the word of God would say and want me to do. And God said to me, he literally patted me on the back when I walked out of the barn and he said, good job. I get it. I'm on it. You know, Amen. he responds, awesome. but you have to go to him. Don't go to those people. And guess what? It didn't take that much time out. And every, I never said a word to them and everything was settled. He doesn't want you to fight your battles with the people. He wants hit. He wants to fight your battles for you. So I wanted to get that across today. I think that's well, really. Well, you know, that, that really fits right into the story. David yes. guarded his ways in his mouth, and that's when you were walking around. Yes. God was teaching you how to guard what yes. you're going to say and do. And it wasn't easy at first, but no, I got better and better over the years. It's just awesome. We want to encourage you to go to victorylifeministries.org. We have so many resources there. And one thing we want to tell you is also we have podcasts now every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, you can get them on any podcast platform and you'll just hear more of these shows. And even while you're driving, it's yeah. just awesome. It's awesome. We're excited about it. And and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel also, please. Just uh, come on board with us and help us to reach the world. Reach the world. Amen. This is what we're doing with the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's so important. So go to our website. You can find everything there. It's called VictoryLifeMinistries.org. We have several books and materials that will help you to mature in your walk with the Lord. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, victory is always yours through Jesus Christ. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. You can help us by rating the show or by simply sharing this episode with your friends. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at victorylifeministries.org.